As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The Lord of my soul, oh my soul, was she be so Lord, I thank you for my soul. 
I just magnify your holiness. For the assurance of better things you have done for my life. I say thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Almighty Father. I thank you for my family. Thank you for the church of God. Thank because of me as a portion. Thank because in the land of the living, I'm not even rooted out. I say thank you, Jehovah Shaddai. Blessed be the holy name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Brethren, please turn your Bible with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah chapter 54. I want us to think deeper and give unto him. Because that is the only thing he deserves from us to appreciate him. Isaiah chapter 54. I read it from verse 15. Whoever attacks you does it without my consent. Whoever fights against you will fail. Praise the Lord. God himself is speaking here. He said, though they are going to attack you, but he once he did not even allow them or he did not give consent. Whatever they do can never work out. Don't you know that you're being alive today? The enemy does not want you to be alive. While you were sleeping, they were doing so many other things to terrorize you. Or for one, not even to wake up on the land of the living. But because God did not approve of their evil plan. Why not just say, God, I thank you for protecting me and my family. I thank you because you did not allow enemy to have a say over my life. That the enemy, you do not allow them to have the power to write the last chapter of your life. There are so many people that have gone, even this year, 2016. But look at our life, look at your life. Give one to him, say, Daddy, I thank you. The enemy, indeed, they tried it. But God did not approve of it. He was just watching them, he was just observing them. God, I just thank you. Thank God on behalf of your children. Thank God even concerning your work. Thank God concerning even your life generally. Thank God Almighty because he gave your life, he gave it abundantly. There are people there, they have told, have been exchanged. They don't even know what they are doing again. But you, you have every reason to be in the presence of God. Give out to him and say, Daddy, I thank you. Daddy, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you. I drank water, and the, the, the water did not turn to another thing entirely. Daddy, I thank you, through sleep, I was not poisoned. Daddy, I thank you, I thank you. I give you all glories, I give you all adoration. Daddy, I thank you, many of us will drive on the road. I say we not lose control, and yet we have every privilege to be in the presence of God. Give unto him. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's look at verse 16. He said, I create the blacksmith who builds a fire and forges weapons. I also create the soldier who uses the weapons to kill. Praise the Lord. God is reminding you. Say, look, every evil imagination around here. He knows about them. Every weapon they are formulating here and there. Because he did not approve of it. Brother, don't tell me that you are not tried. Don't tell me that the enemy, they have not done everything to terminate you upon the face, face of the earth. But because God did not approve of it, and that's why he's still reminding you, say, look, even the uh, blacksmith, I created him. Let him fashion whatever he knows how to fashion against you. In as much that I did not approve of it, let me just tell us. So that we know how to give it unto him. You see, the witches or wizards, 
whatever they mix together in order to attack you. God was just watching them. Say, I created them. Just a little secret I will not divulge, I will not release unto them. That was the reason why they were doing everything to make sure that you lose your job or you lose your dignity. But God said, look, I am for you and I'm for you forever. And that's why I want you to open your mouth once again. Say, oh, God, I just thank you. If not for the love of God, you would have been consumed by the rage of the enemy. Say, Daddy, I just thank you for my life. I thank you for this moment of my life. I thank you because I have every reason to be in your presence this evening. Give unto him, say, Daddy, I thank you. Give unto him because I know if I thank you, you are going to do more for me. Why not just appreciate God? Say, Daddy, you are wonderful. You are glorious. You are excellent. There's nowhere, I, I mean, there's no, I cannot even quantify your greatness in my life. Just give it to him, Daddy, I thank you. You imagine this and it came to pass. It is not because of your mastery, not because of your degree, not because of your technocrat, but because God is on your side. Give it unto him, say, Daddy, I thank you. God is assuring us that whatever weapon they form, because it did not approve of it, it will never have any effect upon your life. Why not say, God, I thank you. Give unto him on behalf of your family. Give unto him on behalf of your children. Say, Daddy, I thank you for the church of God. The church of God is not disarray. You still have every reason to join together to praise God. Why not say, God, I thank you. The body of Christ is still very intact. The empowerment center is still intact and is moving forward. And you are a member of this great ministry. Why not say, God, I thank you. The enemy, they are throwing javelin here and there. But God did not allow that one to walk out. Why not just say, God, I thank you. I magnify your holy name. I give it unto them. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The popular fast that every one of us we know, and that is fast 17. He said, but no weapons will be able to hurt you. You will have an answer for all who accuse you. I will defend my servant and give them victory. The Lord has spoken. In the other fashion, he said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That every tongue that rises against you, judgment shall be condemned. You see where we are coming from. God said, the, I mean, the blacksmith, whosoever that are fashioning a weapon against you, he said he knows about them. Indeed, they will do it, but because he did not approve of it, he said at the end, every tongue that rises against you is going to condemn them. Why not say, God, I just thank you? Because I have assurance of better tomorrow. It doesn't matter what the enemy that tried to do, because you are going to triumph over them. Give it to say, God, I thank you. For the assurances, for the covenant of life. Because you have assured me that I'm forging ahead. I cannot fail and I will never fail. Give unto him. Say whatever your goal set for this year 2016. That you are not going to derail. You are going to actualize that they must definitely come to, uh, uh, to reality. Give unto him. Say daddy I thank you. Because you have spoken. You say twice, I mean once you spoke, twice I heard. That all power belongs unto God. I know your word have gone forth. I am so confident and rest upon your word that this year, 2016, there are no two ways about it because I'm going to end well. Why not just give up to say, Daddy, I thank you. I'm going to end well. Blessed be the holy name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to commit this guardian to the hateful hands of God. We are here to hear from, from God tonight. God take preeminence. Tell him to have his way that every power that will not allow you and I to be benefited here tonight. Let God march upon them. 
Let there be march upon our faith. Let the power of God take charge. Begin to command in the name of Jesus. Ask God to come down his own glory. To come down his own majesty. To come and take preeminence tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. That as the word of God be coming forth. The one will be able to address my situation. The one will be able to address my palaver. The one will be able to address the goal I have set for myself in year 2016. Thank God Almighty tonight. I don't want to be a hearer of the word. But I want the one to reach out unto me. I want the one to have an impact. Give unto him. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want us to commit the servant of God. He was going to use this evening. That God used him. Like you identify with prophet Isaiah. And he was able to realize. And every word that was proceeded out of his mouth. They were great and they were meeting that need. Tell God Almighty tonight. Your servant you are going to use to bless us tonight. Empower him. Relief fresh auction upon him. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit of God to take charge. Let the Holy Spirit of God have his way. As he opened his mouth to decree, let it be established in the name of Jesus that he will not minister out of flesh, that the power of God will radiate the, I mean, the anointing, that supposed anointing will come down tonight in the name of Jesus. That through the word of God tonight, we are going to see ourselves like a mirror and we make an adjust in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Our loving Father, we thank you. We thank you for the privilege to be in your presence tonight. Daddy, we thank you for the journey of year 2016. We thank you how far you have led us. And we thank you for where you are taking us to. Blessed be the holy name in the name of Jesus. We are here tonight to dine and wine with you. Let your world reach out unto us in the name of Jesus. We don't want to be a gatherer alone. We want to be benefited through the world. And let the world empower us and give us a transformation. Baba, let it be so tonight in the name of Jesus. We pray for as men that intended to join us tonight. But the privilege is not there. Daddy, bless them in the name of Jesus. Let our cause be clear in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be the only name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. This season is your season. This month will answer to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy opening up this second month of the year over your life. That whatever was tight for you in the first month is loosed this second month. Wherever you step this new month doors open up to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please speak your Bible with me. Let me share with you the prophetic agenda for the month of Let me share with you the prophetic agenda for the month. Then we'll run with it in prayer a little. And then we'll continue as God gives us grace. Genesis chapter 30. Welcome you to the second month of the year. And this month, God is ready to lift you from where you have been defeated. Genesis chapter 30, verse 8. Genesis chapter 30, verse 8. And uh, Rachel said, 
with great wrestlings have I wrestled with my sister. With great wrestling. Not ordinary wrestling. With great wrestling. I have wrestled with my sister. And I have prevailed. And she called his name Naphtali. Now, the, the, the surrounding forces behind the scripture was that Jacob saw Rachel, loved her, and that was the one she, he loved. Then, one way or the other, they duped him. They changed his wife. They gave him Leah. Jacob did not love Leah, but he had no option because he had already entered into her when they gave her the wife. Yeah, I don't know what kind of man is that. They give you wife. You didn't look at the face before you. Only God deliver from such a man. In Jesus' name. <laughs> I don't know what prayer to pray, dear self. What prayer should I pray for them there? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in this year, evil exchange will not exchange good things in your hand. I mean, they, they took a wife and they gave you another one and you didn't know. Till the money. Then the father-in-law said, unfortunately, this is how we do it in this family. There is a family tradition. We don't give the younger out before the oldest. So he had no option than to marry the two of them. So he served another year, seven years again. I'm telling you something so that you understand the prayer. He served another seven years and now after the seven years, he now married Rachel. Now follow me very closely. After all this suffering, the Lord now closed the womb of Rachel. After all the duping and the laboring, Rachel that he so loved could not conceive. Then the Leah that he hated did not love really, conceived one, two, three, four. After four, Rachel is still there, not conceiving. Then in verse 1 or chapter 30, Rachel said to Jacob, give me a child or I die. The point of desperation where it's like I am, I am the favored but everything operating in my life is speaking disfavor. People look at me from outside and from far. They think God is doing it but in deeply in my life I know things are not working. Ah, I look acceptable because she was so pretty and beautiful. I look acceptable but what is that battling with me is humbling. No, not what is going on inside my family life in the deep, deep core of my life is not a testimony, it's actually something putting me to shame. There are people like that today that people look them from far, they say God is good to you, but inwardly, you know, it is the devil that has actually been sitting with you. But I have come today in the name of Jesus, you are coming to the realm of prevailing, you shall also prevail in the name of Jesus Christ. One day. After all this has happened to her, they have tried all means, nothing could happen. Then Rachel suggested, I have a maid. If my sister had gotten all the children and I look as if I'm the unacceptable fellow in this house, even though I'm the one that you loved, can you just meet with my maid and we'll see what God will do? And Jacob met with the maid. That Jacob man must be a free giver. Now had another maid slept with the maid, the one gave her to first child. Another, the woman said, Go again. Maybe when you go again, God will answer me too. And they went again. Lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, and God 
opened up again for Belia and he gave back to this one called Naphtali. This was when Rachel not caught the revelation that I have been struggling all this my life, but now I have prevailed. You know what happened after this? After this, she got her own child exactly. I own original child. So what God did was that God allowed all this to happen through her that she moved from the point of being prevailed over to the point that she prevailed over what has prevailed over her. And that is why God said to me this month is a month to prevail on all sides. Prevailing on all sides. You are prevailing on all sides. To prevail means to come over. To overcome to overthrow, to take over where you have been overtaken before. In this second month of the year, I prophesy I have been sent. In the name of Jesus, financially you shall prevail. Spiritually you shall prevail. In your marital challenges you've been having and striving, you shall prevail. Number one prayer to pray. The Bible says, she said, I have been wrestling. With great wrestling, I have wrestled. You have been the one wrestling, wrestling with some things, fighting some battles. But suddenly, the wrestling gave room to prevailing. The wrestling, as soon as Jacob traveled, he prevailed. You are going to lift up your voice and cry to the Lord. And say, Father, are you here at all? Say, Father, this month, I receive power, authority, grace. To prevail on all sides. Say everywhere. I have been wrestling. Without prevailing. This month. I shall prevail. On all sides. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. It is your time to prevail. Oh. What has prevailed against you. Must give way for you this month. It is my turn to prevail. I have wrestled. I have fought. I have battled. I have traveled. Lord, I receive power. I receive the grace to prevail. I prevail over this sickness. Prevail concerning the marital situation. I prevail power to prevail on our side to prevail on our side to prevail on our side in the name of Jesus prevail prevail Lord Jesus, everywhere I receive power now. To prevail what I have been struggling with, what I have been wrestling with. Today I receive that power to prevail today. To prevail today. Concerning that sickness, I prevail over you. I prevail this month. I am prevailing on our side. Ekushele da hantoba, rakebano sotoria, andelikeli brokusiveta, mama kapole hide rekele kutero boshaparia. Thank you, my father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. 
Hear what I hear. The Lord said we should pray. That stubborn problems and situations in my life. That stubborn problem and situation in my life. Today, I prevail over you. I, I prevail against you. There are people here. By this word, Rachel said, I have wrestled with a great wrestle. You've been fighting the same battle over and over again. Expectation has turned to frustration over the same situation. But one day, she, the, the prevailing power of God came to a rescue. I don't know what I'm prophesying to today, but in the name that is above every other name, the same battle where you have been frustrated, you shall prevail there. The same marriage where you have been tormented, you shall prevail. The same health crisis, the same place where you are working, that you have been tormented, that you have been accused and afflicted, you shall prevail. In the name of Jesus, say in the name of Jesus, I come against every stubborn situation. Stubborn As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fossery. Stop on opposition. Stop on forces. Imala. Today, I come against you. I prevail in the name of Jesus over you this month. Lift up your voice and pray. You are prevailing against it. You are prevailing over delay. You must prevail. You must prevail. You must prevail. You must prevail. I receive the power. Thou stubborn adversary, thou stubborn opposition, thou stubborn marital crisis, thou stubborn health crisis. This month is my month to prevail. This month is my month to prevail. I am prevailing over you. I am riding above you. Ikopolidan staparia, jekelian daratado. In the name of Jesus. I receive divine authority. I prevail over you. I prevail over you. I resist your oppression. 
Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Lord, I open this month prophetically. That everyone saying amen loud and clear, no matter where they are connected, on the television, on the radio, or here in the sanctuary. Whatever had prevailed against them, whatever has stood upon them, where they supposed to be jubilating, that they have been humiliated. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ, the power to prevail, let it rest upon the Allah. Concerning that barrenness, you are prevailing tonight. Concerning that financial struggle, you shall prevail this month. On all sides, it shall be said of you, you shall fought and you are prevailed. When Jacob prevailed, he entered into settlement. The unrest in his heart concerning Esau was settled. When Rachel prevailed, her own original children begin to come. I decree today, whatever you need to prevail over, at any point you need to prevail, so that things can work for you the way they're supposed to work. So that what you're supposed to be celebrating will be in your care and in your end. This month of the year, in the name of Jesus Christ, God will cause you to prevail. Prevail against the attackers. Prevail against the oppressors. Prevail against the afflictors. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be for you. As you prevail, you shall make progress. As you prevail, you shall enjoy settlement. As you prevail, your head shall be lifted. In the name of Jesus Christ. Forward ever for you. Backward never for you. This month will open to you mightily. Every good thing in this month shall be delivered to you. So shall it be. Lift up your voice and give God praise. I'm prevailing on all sides. I'm prevailing on all sides. This is my season. I am prevailing. Thank you my father Lord. Lord Jesus speak to us again today. Let your word gain access into our lives. Let it be by this word that will step into a season of change. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, King of glory. Holy Spirit, breathe upon your word. And let it have a life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all the saints of God say, big amen. Go and shake hands with two or more persons and prophesy you are prevailing on our side this month. You are prevailing you are prevailing. You are prevailing on all sides. Every angle you turn, you shall prevail. Everywhere you go, you shall prevail. Glory to God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. And everybody say big amen. Alright, welcome to the Empowerment Center. The Empowerment Center is a place of empowerment for destiny fulfillment. And today we shall be rounding up a series of teaching that we started some couple of weeks ago on living a God-fearing life. And this is going to be the part three. May I request that the ushers give out this outline today that we all go through it together. Living a God-fearing life. And this is part three. 
Now, in the first and the second part of this teaching, we have realized that life can either be lived as an asset or be lived as a liability. We realize that life can either be profitable or be lived in losses. You can either live your life that at the end of the day it is profitable to you, to God, and to humanity. Or you live life and after you have gone, it is just a waste of time. One of the things that makes a difference is what that life is lived for and how such a life is lived. One way to live our life that it will be profitable is to live it in the fear of the Lord. A God-fearing life is a life that is lived to pleasing God. Life that is lived respecting and referencing God. A God-fearing life is a life that is lived in horror of God. A life that obeys God. And we realize that a God-fearing life is for our good. Every commandment of God is for the benefit and the betterment of his children. Every of God's command is in order to put his children in command of the things of life. Now today we are going to look into, starting from where we rounded up last week, from Ecclesiastes chapter 12, we realize the Bible says that the whole duty of man, I mean, the essence of living, the summary of our existence is to live in the fear of God. Ecclesiastes, let's take it from there. Chapter 12, verse 13. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, 13 and 14. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment for this is the whole duty of man. The whole duty, the summation of man's existence is to fear God. Verse 14. For God shall bring every work. Somebody say every work. So, every work is what God will count on at the end to determine what the end will be for us. They will bring every work into judgment with every secret thing. And that's very important. Every secret thing is only secretive to man but is open up to God. Whatever is called secret on heart as a book open up in heaven. Secret recordings of men. That's why Bible says all the secret things will also be judged. Whether it be good, whether it be bad or be evil. So in other words, God is saying to us that what we do here on the earth will influence what will be done to us in eternity. How we live our life now will play a great role in where our life will end after it after it's no longer in existence. 
And it, he gave us a summary. The whole submission, the whole duty of man or humanity is to fear God and to obey his command. The whole duty. So what is the essence of life? If after getting all that we have gotten and we lose our soul in hell, God said that is a colossal waste of life. The whole duty of our life is to fear God. Now, we want to take it a little bit further today to look into what is it in God's mind that God will conclude that the whole duty of man is to fear God and to obey his command. Remember that one of the, uh, uh, the, the test or the evidence of a God-fearing life is obedience. The level of your obedience to God's command is a reflection or is a pointer to the level of your fear for God. Fear of God is not to be terrorized by God. Fear of God is actually to work in the awe, in the love, and in the reference of God. For we have not received the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of sound mind. So, fear of God is love of God. And when you are in love with God, you don't disrespect God. By this, I know that you love me if you obey my commandments. So, the test that proves if we walk in the fear of God is the level of our commitment to obeying God. And now we want to look into it. What will it be? Why will God say the whole duty of man is to fear him? And I realized in my study that to be God-fearing is to be God-friendly. To be God-fearing is to be God-friendly. And when you are God-friendly, you cannot be stranded in life. When you are God-friendly, you enjoy all that God has. All that God has. Abraham, a friend of God. And God said, why would I keep... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What I want to do from Abraham. I mean, there are people looking for God. There are people God is looking for. Oh, Shkaladia. I mean, God came. He said, why will I hide what I want to do from Abraham? And God came down. Abraham, I want to go destroy Sodom. You have any impute? <laughs> Glory to God. Levels. Levels of relationship. Heights of connection. You know why God could go to that level? Because God has tested Abraham. He said, now I know that you truly fear me. I mean, God tested him to the point that God gave him something and said, give it back to me. And Abraham did not hesitate. Never consulted anybody. God said, I should give it back. Could it be God? Should I do it? I mean, God was so much moved by Abraham's dedication to prompt obedience that he said, this guy is my friend. This man is my friend. And God wanted to destroy his city. He said, Abraham, you have any imputes here? And Abraham said, yes, sir. What if we find? What if we find? What if we find? And Abraham got to the point, maybe like somebody told me today, hope I'm not asking too much question. <laughs> Abraham stopped. He said, no, maybe God will get angry. Ladies and gentlemen, if God was the one that asked you a question, he would not have been angry because he knows we are mortal. If Abraham had asked that if God sees one person, God wouldn't destroy Sodom. Because God had already given him the room to communicate. I'm talking about the realms in God where you become the friends of God. Oh, Shaladita. That God is thinking about you in his decisions. Realms in relationship. Realms in relationship with God. So passionate. And what the, the test of this was the test of the fear of God the test of the love for God that is evident by prompt obedience to what God says, even if it does not make sense to senses. Give me your child, your only son, whom thou lovest. The one you have waited for for 25 years. Yes, sir. Not even Sarah was consulted. Because the answer is no. I mean, in fact, the answer will not just be no, it will be capital no. But God was testing the heart of man. You know what? I realized everyone that will walk with God and be accepted by God must not be a selfish person and self centered. That those are the tests. God was testing Abraham to see the height in which Abraham will hold onto things that God gave in the first instance. That's why many people cannot move beyond the realm they are because they are, they are too selfish even to themselves and to God. And Abraham passed the test. God said, man, don't kill the child. There is a ram there already. Prepared. They prepared the ram so much that they tie his own inside. They said, you are not escaping. No room for escape. And like I said last week, I salute Abraham, but I salute Isaac more. 
Amen. I salute. You see, there are some things when you begin to see the product of a thing. Don't just celebrate a product. Find out the process. Because there cannot be a product without a process. What people celebrate is the product. But if there is no process, if we break the process, we break the product. God would not, it was not just ordinarily because of what Abraham did that Isaac enjoyed. Isaac also did some things. Number one, I believe Isaac was not a baby when Abraham wanted to slaughter him. Neither was he under 10. Because he carried the wood by himself. Am I communicating? Now, Abraham now took the boy and he asked his father, Father, we have the fire. We have the wood. Where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham said, God will provide. And Isaac believed. And he followed him. I mean, God will provide. Uh, and he followed him. Now, they got there when they wanted to slaughter. I believe that there was no way Abraham would have succeeded in wanting to kill Isaac if he had not first of all tied him. Am I communicating? So Abraham, remember, at this age, he gave birth at 100. So by now, it could be like 100 and alright. Now, follow me now. A 100 and let's assume that Isaac was 15 or 12. A 100 hand and the energy of a teenager now, he said, he was tying him and he did not wrestle with his father. Submissiveness. Even to the point of death. I mean, he tied, he would have tied. Okay, let's assume he didn't tie him. He said, oh, yeah, lie down there. Will you lie down? I mean, you. If your father said, lie down. He said, you, did you just say that? Lie where? I see life in your hand. I see wood. And you say I should lie down. Some of us would have succeeded in pushing the father there and becoming the uh, sacrificer. But either way, either he lied down by himself or he tied him and he did not wrestle. And the father raised up the knife and I was about to slaughter him. He did not even give him a taekwondo. He did not fight. There are ways to have escaped. There are many escape routes but he remained diligently obedient and submissive. No wonder he was in a city and a town. Nothing was working for everybody, but because he had passed through the process, he was moving forward in the setting of famine and no devil could stop him. Ladies and gentlemen, don't just talk anyhow when you see people enjoying God. You don't know what price they have paid in the closet. But if you will pass through the process, you will definitely enjoy the product. Not just was Abraham enjoying, it was transgenerational. To the point that God made a covenant that through you, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. That is what God has called us to. So when you sing, I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. He did not just call you friend. He actually wants you to befriend him. 
and be a real friend. A real friend. A real friend will not desert his friend in the times of need. So we realize that part of what makes Abraham step into this realm was a God fearing life. And God said, this is the old duty of man. However, note that behind every demand of God from man, there are deliverables. Every time God places demands on us to do something, there is something that is already done that what we do will attract. So that is why today we want to look at the gains or the profitings or the benefits of living a God-fearing life. If you have your Bible with me, open with me to Psalm 128. Psalm 1. Psalm 128 we'll look at verse 1 to verse 6 Psalm 128 verse 1 to verse 6 blessed is everyone no matter their color their nature their nation their tribe their gender blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord and that means fears the Lord and continues to fear the Lord that walketh in his ways. So part of what it means to fear God is to walk in his ways. And the ways of God is the highway to a place of greatness. Verse 2. What will happen to this fellow? For thou shalt eat the labor of your hands. That means no wasted labor. No wasted effort. That will become your testimony from today. Amen. Happy shall thou be. Amen. And it shall be well with thee. Amen. You see, those are the benefits of a God friend in life. Verse 3. They even include your wife. He said, Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thy house. Your children is not excluded. Thy children will be like olive plants round about thy table. Verse 4. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your lives. He said, Yeah, thou shalt see thy children's children. And peace upon Israel. Amen. May the Lord bless his word. So we can realize from this scripture. That there are blessings attached. To living a God fearing life. A God fearing life. Is a blessing magnetizing life. It is a life that attracts the goodness of God. And enjoys the fullness of God. The life that attracts the, the goodness of God. The goodness of God. If God fearing life attracts God's goodness. Psalm 31 verse 19 and 20. Oh, how great is thy goodness which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. I love that one. Laid up, uploaded for them that fear thee. Which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence 
from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the stripes of thongs. The stripes of thongs are the words of men that they use to destroy the lives of others. How great is thy goodness that you uploaded for them that fear thee. So a God-fearing life attracts the goodness of God. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, understand that every commitment to pleasing God always attract God's designed blessings. And I realize that the revelation of the gain that is connected to living a God-fearing life is a catalyst that will propel us to pay the price. If we have the revelation of what we will gain by doing what God has commanded that we will do, it will motivate us to pay the price that it will take no matter what. Because we certainly know that when God places a demand, there is something good behind it. So we will be motivated to pay the price regardless of what it will cost. Jesus, knowing and looking at the cross that was set before him, and also the joy that, that is after the cross, the Bible says he endured the cross. He looked at the joy. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Jesus looked at the joy that was set before him, endured the cross and despised the shame. And eventually, he was set to sit at the right hand of God. When we have a revelation of the gains associated with fearing God or doing what God has instructed, it empowers us to pay the price no matter what. Therefore, let's look at some of the benefits of living a God-fearing life. Number one, a God-fearing life gives you access to enjoying divine secrets. Somebody say divine secrets. That's right. A God-fearing life gives you access to divine secrets. One of the many benefits of living a God-fearing life is access to the secrets of God. The secret of God. Uh -uh. And when the Bible talks about the secret of God, it can never be within the reach of ordinary men. It is far above the secrets of men. 
Let's look at Psalm 25 together. Psalm 25, verse 12 to 14. Psalm 25, verse 12 to verse 14. What man is he or woman that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. If God is your teacher, who is going to make you fail? You can't miss it when he leads you. This is divine guidance. Him shall he teach the way that he should go. The way that he should choose. So when every other person is missing the way, a man that truly fears the Lord cannot miss the way. Because his decisions are influenced by the Lord. Let's continue. Verse 13. His soul, I love this one, shall dwell at ease. No struggle. His soul shall dwell at ease. No struggle. No shaking. Because his seed shall inherit the earth. Take over. Verse 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. So God has secrets. In fact, Bible told us in Deuteronomy 29, 29, secret things belongs to God. And the one that he reveals to us is ours and our children forever. So God lights in secret. In fact, Daniel interpreted it all. He said, secret things and his hand. So the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. He will show them access to divine secrets. Access to divine secrets is one of the things we enjoy when we walk and live in the fear of the Lord. And I've realized that the secret of God is the highway to living above the limits of life. The secret of God. Every man, every woman that can access God's secret become a pace setter in everything they do. I mean, men and women will come and be asking them, how are you getting things done? In everything in life, there are secrets. There is something to know that will position you ahead of others. There are secrets. And everyone that can trade in the secret things of God will not be trading on the same level with man. Oh, glory be to God. You know, God unveiled a secret to Jacob while he was in the house of Laban. Laban cheated him like no man's business. Changed his wages ten times. I mean, may God help me not to have such a father-in-law. My children will not have such a father-in-law in Jesus' name by fire. Changed his wages ten times. Having duped him before duped him again. And Jacob was at the point where nothing was going to work. And at the point where Jacob said, I want to go, Laban said, you are not going anywhere because I have discovered that it was because of you that God is blessing me. So he was using his own destiny to, to make name. But one day, Jacob said, okay, I have to go. And Laban said, okay, name your wages, you are not going. I want you to keep working. Now look at this. Jacob said, okay, all the animals that are speckled and spotted, let them be my wages. Then all the ones that are plain, they are yours. Of course, at the point, all the animals that were speckled and spotted, they were not many. So Laban said, okay, let's go. 
And the Bible says, you know what Laban did? Laban packed all the animals that are speckled and spotted. He packed them away. He now gave the animals that are plain to Jacob to go and take after, to look after. Now, how will he have his own share when all the animals that are speckled and spotted have been taken away? Speckled and spotted means they have mark on their body. Now, there is no animal with mark. So even if all the animals are mating together, there is no way they will give back to Max. And you cannot put paint on them. <laughs> but Jacob accessed the secret of God in the night. The Bible says, and in the night, God showed him in the dream how he can use a poplar tree on civilized method. Oh, glory be to God. Things that are not acceptable and known to men. God unveiled to Jacob that when the animals are mating, he should put a poplar tree on the floor. He saw it in the dream. And when he assessed this revelation, Jacob woke up and he practicalized it. Lo and behold, all the animals began to give birth to speckled and spotted animals. And eventually, all the animals that are speckled and spotted were more than the animals that were playing. Then Laban began to accuse him. The children of Laban said he has stolen from their father. Ladies and gentlemen, did he steal anything? It was divine secret. When you access divine secret in business, you will be gaining exploit where others are not getting things done. I pray that from today, the secret to your next level, even tonight, shall be revealed to you. I say it shall be revealed to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. When you access divine secret, you enjoy divine living on the earth. Daniel, in chapter 2 of Daniel, verse 1 to 19, the king had a dream. And he said, I have forgotten the dream. I need the dream. And I need the interpretation. Who does that? Nobody could. All the magicians told him, no king has ever asked such a thing from any mortal man because it is not possible. But in every generation, there are people that accesses the secret things of God. Oh, glory to God. And Daniel said, you know what? Just tell the king to give us some time. Let's go and consult the health cutter. If you know how to consult health cutter, you cannot run stranded on the earth. And the Bible says, he told his friends, let us pray and seek the face of God for this thing. Now look at Daniel chapter 2 verse 19. You will see and we know definitely that Daniel was a man that feared the Lord. He walked in the fear of God so greatly that he refused to eat what everybody was eating because he does not want to defile himself. Now verse 19 of Daniel chapter 2. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. He said, Daniel said, Blessed be the name of the Lord forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. Verse 22. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what is in darkness and the light dwelleth with him. Daniel was so lighted by this revelation that all through his stay in Babylon, they referred to him as the man whom the spirit of the gods is in. He was full of secrets. I mean, he was so full of secrets that he could interpret handwritings on the wall. He was loaded with the secret things of God because he was a man that feared the Lord. 
And we saw what these things did for him. By revealing this secret, contacting heaven to get access to divine secret, his life was no longer the same on the earth. He was promoted. He was enjoying promotion on every side. I pray again that the secret of God, that Job was another man. He said, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, upon my tabernacle I pray for you today that from today, God will give you access to divine secrets. In the name of Jesus. What else is the benefit of living a God-fearing life? Number two, a God-fearing life empowers you for long life. Longevity is part of the benefits of a God-fearing life. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 27. The Bible says, The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, prolongs life, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. It is dangerous to be a wicked person. It is dangerous. The life of the wicked shall be shortened. Part of the reason why their life will be shortened is because there are so many people praying against them. Holy Ghost, every wicked, wicked of the wickedness, let them go back to sender. There are many churches firing missile against wicked. Why would their life be long? <laughs> it is dangerous to be a wicked person because it attracts evil. The fear of the law prolonged days of the wicked shall be shortened. Realize that living a God-fearing life gives you long life. Let's look at Proverbs 19 verse 23. Proverbs 19 verse 23 and you will discover from here another key about how living a God-fearing life gives us long life. Look at it. Proverbs 19.23 The fear of the Lord tended to life and he that at it shall abide satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. The fear of the Lord increases life. Brings life. Does anybody have any other version of that scripture? Proverbs 19.23 Uh-huh. Leads to life. Uh-huh. May God open your eyes in Jesus' name. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Untouched by trouble. Untouchable. I love that one. It shall not be visited with evil. So eh, there are forces that visit people with evil. This year, their effort will fail over your life. This year, you shall not be visited with evil. Your family will not be visited with evil. In the name of Jesus Christ. So the fear of the Lord leads to life. Brings life. Increases life. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Let's look at that together. What are we talking about? We are talking about how the fear of God or living a God-fearing life leads to longevity. Ecclesiastes 8 verse 12 and 13. This is very crucial. Verse 12. Though a sinner do evil a hundred times 
and his days be prolonged. Yet, surely, I know that it shall be well with them that fear God, which fear before him. Verse 13. But it shall not be well with the wicked. You see, the wicked is in trouble. Uh -huh. They put another one there now. Neither shall he prolong his days, which are as a shadow. Why? Because he feared not before God. So, the fear of God makes us enjoy long life. Because God is involved in our matter. God becomes a covering for us. Number three, what do we stand to enjoy as part of the benefits of living a God-fearing life? A God-fearing life positions you for greatness and all-round liftings. Greatness and all-round lifting. Greatness and all-round lifting. Greatness is one of God's agenda for his children. However, we realize from scripture that a God-fearing life is one of the prerequisites for living a life of greatness. Now, in Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 1 and 2, Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 1 and 2, after they have finished building, Nehemiah looked for who to hand over the job to. And Nehemiah looked around. He was looking for a man that has the fear of God. And he found his brother. Look at the testimony of Nehemiah concerning his brother. He said, now, it come to pass when the walls were built and I had set up the doors and the potters and the singers and the Levites were appointed that I gave my brother Anani and Ananiah the ruler of the palace charge over Jerusalem. Why? For he was a faithful man and feared God above many. Above many. So, because he feared God above many, he was put above many. He was put in control of others. Ladies and gentlemen, the fear in God fearing life is an asset. Ah, if I, like I said last week, there are so many women calling for prayer. And he said, what kind of man are you looking for? A man that fears the Lord. He said, glory to God. A man that fears the Lord is also looking for a woman that fears the Lord. Because it will be a trouble if the man fears the Lord and the woman does not fear the Lord. It will be imbalanced. Thank you. Because the man will look like he's doing too much. It's too much God. So there must be balance. Such as the man should fear the Lord, the woman also should fear the Lord. It's positions for greatness. Part of why it's positioned for greatness is because the fear of God helps us to live a life of integrity. A person that fears God will live a life of integrity. And integrity is essential for greatness in life. Somebody once told me, he said, son, charisma may get you up, but it is character that will help you to remain there. Charisma may get you up, but lack of character can get you down. So what does it mean? Integrity is essential. And if God fearing life helps us to live such a life. Number four, what else is the benefit 
of living a God-fearing life. A God-fearing life upholds you from living in sin. It upholds you. It helps you from living a sinful life. You can't claim to fear God and be living in sin. It is not possible. It is not right. It is, there, is a, there is a form of deception involved. And it will be great deception to think you fear God and you are enjoying the comfort of sin. Joseph said, why would I commit this great sin, this thing, and sin against God? This great thing and sin against God. A man that fears God run away from evil. A man that fears God run away from sin. Because you know that the invisible eyes of God is going everywhere with you. In Exodus chapter 20 verse 20. The Bible says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God is come to prove you, and that his fear may be before you, before your face, that ye sin not. That his fear may be before you, or in you, that ye sin not. And sin is dangerous, because sin is a destiny sinker. Sin is a destiny destroyer. Sin, destroys divine program in the life of humanity. So, but a life that is lived in the fear of God will help us from avoiding a sinful life and enjoying divine programming. I pray that from today, every sin that easily attached themselves to us will receive liberation today in the name of Jesus Christ. Number five, what else is the benefit of living a God-fearing life? A God-fearing life opens you up for divine wealth and riches. Divine wealth and riches. I'd like us to understand that it is scriptural to be wealthy, rich, and still fear the Lord. It is not unscriptural. It is scriptural. You can be wealthy, you can be rich, and still fear God. It is not money that makes people to live outside of the fear of God. It is if we have the fear of God that will be able to undo what God has bring to us. Psalm 112, let's look at what the scripture says here about fear of God and enjoying a life of blessing. Psalm 112, we'll look at it from verse 1 to 3. Psalm 112, verse 1 to verse 3. Bless ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delight greatly in his commandments. Verse 2. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Still talking about this man. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Verse 3. Wealth and what? And riches shall what? shall be in his house. I love that one. And his righteousness endure it forever. So the wealth and riches will not take away his righteousness. Anyone that becomes suddenly wealthy or rich and loses his fear for God might not really have the fear in the first instance. The man that upholds the fear of God will not allow the blessings of God to come in between him and his God. 
that is a life that is God fearing. Wealth and riches shall tabernacle with him. You know part of the reason why? Because the fear of God, talking about the number six, it makes you to enjoy divine wisdom. And divine wisdom is an attractor of wealth. Wisdom was upon Solomon. Wealth was attracted to his life. Divine wisdom. Part of what divine wisdom does is that it enables you to become a solution provider. And wealth is drawn to the man or the woman that has value to heart. Wealth does not necessarily flow in the direction of prayer. Wealth flows in the direction of value. Wealth flows in the direction of value. What value are you adding? What problem are you solving? So, divine wisdom enables us to be a solution provider. Solomon was profoundly solutions to the, to the issues of man. Wealth was attracted to his life. So, we can see part of the reasons why the fear of God is the conclusion of the whole matter. Because all the blessings of God are embedded in the fear of God. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Greatness. The man that fears the Lord. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. The man that fears the Lord. He shall enjoy divine secrets. The man that fears the Lord. Longevity of life. The man that fears the Lord. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Preservation from attack. Bible says it shall not be visited with evil. The man that fears the Lord. What else is a man looking for? His wife shall be like a olive tree round about his table. His children shall be there. He shall see his children, children. He shall be well with him. What else is a man looking for? The fear of the Lord is the summation of the journey of man. Let's look at the conclusion. Ladies and gentlemen, living a God-fearing life is an asset. It preserves from evil it positions for blessings and it also prepares for eternity. Ah. <laughs> it preserves us on the earth, positions us to enjoy the blessings and prepares us for eternity. There is no way anyone will reign with God in eternity if such a fellow has not practiced the fear of the Lord on the earth. It is the fear of God that helps us to reign with God. Therefore, to live a life that is God-fearing, we need to be able to 
activate it consistently. It is something that helps us to remain in it. We have seen people that once feared the Lord and no longer feared the Lord. Something was missing. And the scripture shows us the missing link and we land up and we pray. One of the keys that will help us to live a God-fearing life and remember, live, live, consistently live, abide in it, is a devotion to embracing the word of God as our source. A devotion, not just reading the word, but obeying and abiding by what the word says. Let's look at this scripture together as we pray. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. If the Bible is yours, look at it together with me as we pray. My son, if thou will receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, hide it with thee. So that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. Yeah, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding. Verse 4. If thou seekest her as silver, searching for it, for her as for eat treasures. Verse 5. Then, you see the process? Then shall thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Then shall thou understand the fear of the Lord. Then shall thou embrace, be fully dedicated to the fear of the Lord. But it begins by my son. That means there is a relationship my son. A relationship. Not just ordinary, a cordial, a father-son relationship. No one can fear the Lord if he has not come to the Lord. The foundation of living a God-fearing life is coming to God. A relationship. I realize that the deeper your relationship with God, the greater your fear for him the greater. But the lesser your relationship with God, the more loose your relationship, your, your fear for him. That was what happened to Solomon. When the strange women begin to take his heart away from God, his fear for God was no longer there. Then Solomon that once built a house for God before he built his own house. Ah, Solomon that encountered God and God gave him a blank check because he loved the Lord. He gave what he had never given to anybody before in life. So loving to God. Now ended up as a man that was building shrine. Ah. You know what? May God deliver all of our men from evil women in Jesus' name. Because how will it not be when one man has 300 wives? Is it 300 wives or 700 wives? 
300 wives. The 700 concubines. Ah, Holy Ghost fire. 1,000 women in his life. His wisdom. Ah, it's satanic wisdom. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say three wives. So even one wife says, you, you receive wisdom. You receive wisdom. Women are wonderful. But you see, when they manifest as the daughters of Abraham, you need the peace of God to deal with them. Not to talk about 300. Only. And we have 365 days in a year. 300 to deal with one man. He now has seven day concubine. Ladies and gentlemen, just me asking you, did the men in that city have wife at all? <laughs> if only one man has seven day, what else does the other one have? Or probably the, the women in the country were more than the men. Ah! And now, why won't he? I have realized the more the people in your life, the easier it is for you to be confused. Very easy. Very easy. Because different voices from different sources. Now, as part of all he married, he now married the wrong ones are part of it. That had a different girl. They were now turning his heart. Emotions are powerful. Love is dangerous. I love you, I love you, can kill you. I love you, I love you, can make you. And they drew a man's heart. The man that once loved the Lord so much that God also knew he loved him. Whoosh. Iladus Caparada. A man born that God sent the name from heaven. There are few people that God sent names. John the Baptist. Jesus. Solomon. I mean, God sent name. Call him Jedidiah. Not even minding the surrounding events that happened before his birth. He started so well. But suddenly, his passion for the Lord began to drop because of relationships. This is me talking now. Any relationship that is taking you to hell is not doing you good. <laughs> it's either you settle it and talk about it or you allow God give you grace to know how to handle it. Piam! I realized that this did not just happen like once. Little by little. Little by little. His passion for God and the fear he once had for God was no longer there. That the man that built house for God, that God came down and fire was burning in the temple that the ministers could no longer minister. Oh, glory to God. He once enjoyed the peace and the presence of God. Was not a man that not did not just build shrine. He was also worshipping there. And lo and behold, at the end of his age, while he was young, he was running after God. But when he was old, Bible says when he was old, his wife turned his heart away from God. When he was old. When he was old. Ladies and gentlemen. And this was the same man that now concluded. That hear me. Oh, the whole duty of man. Is to fear God. Because I realize. With all I had. I lost it. You know what God did? After he broke his connection with God. This is what happened. 
Bible says, and God allowed an adversary to come against him. Before now, there was peace. The reason why God did not allow David to build was because there were many bloods in his hand. God now said, okay, Solomon will not fight any battle. There will be no war, no trouble at all so that he can have a plain hand. No blood in his hand to build. And suddenly, the man that had no blood because God did not permit war to come. Read through scripture. Bible says all through the days of Solomon there was rest in the land. But because there was a broke, break in transmission between heaven and his life, God opened the door. So therefore, a man that feared the law shall not be visited with evil. But a man that feared not the Lord, his gate is open for evil manifestation. Rise on your feet with me as we pray. But he said, my son, this my word is your treasure. This my word is what will keep you in me. For in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and God was the word. If you keep my word, you keep my person. If you have my word, you have my person. If you neglect my word, you lose my person. I like us to receive grace this evening. And just talk to the Lord Jesus. I receive grace tonight. That I will not miss out of my connection and walk with you. I receive grace tonight. That I will not walk in disobedience, oh God. I want you to talk to God. Draw me nearer because my son, my son, my son, put me closer. Move me deeper. Move me deeper into you. A deeper relationship. A deeper connection. Pray that everything that is taking me to the world, I lose myself from it. Every seed of worldliness, come out of my life. Shikelebo sandelebo sindalaba shandalaba Rokepoli Pradaya. Ah, this is a prayer you should pray more than the one you pray against enemy. Lord, break me, mold me, remake me to name. Ah, my father, my father. Every distraction, everything that is taking me away from you, whatever does not want my fear of you to be full. Break them out of my life. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pray every association. Every ungodly association. Every ungodly association that would take the fear of God away from Allah. I refuse to be connected to them. Anyone that will come into the journey of my life. That will take the fear of God away from me. Oh Lord, do not allow them to come. My father, my father, help me. Let the spirit of the fear of God come upon my life. Give me passion for your word. Passion for your word. Thirst for your word. Hunger for your word. 
dedication to obey you Lord Lord I pray I will walk in obedience I will walk in love spirit of love fall upon me afresh America will not take God away from me my job will not take God away from me my spouse will not take the fear of God away from my life Thank you, Heavenly King. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, this is our prayer. We want to love you more. We want to fear you more. We want to obey you deeper. Please, Lord, don't just let us hold you hold us in Jesus name even if you want to remove our hand don't let the hand remove from you in the name of Jesus Christ the spirit of the fear of God let it rest upon our lives today Lord move us into deeper relationships with you deeper connection with you Lord any agent of that wicked that will take us away from your presence, send them far away from us. Every relationship, every association that we keep, that will take the fear of God away from our life. Father, Lord, do not give them access into our lives. Pray for every marriage here that upon the spouses, upon the husband and the wife, let there be flesh revival of the fear of God in our hearts in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In case you are watching me on the television or listening on the radio, you are here in the sanctuary. Remember the foundation for a God in life is a relationship with God. My son, my son, my son. And to them that receive him, he gave them power to be called the sons of God. So there is a receiving process. In case you have received him before, but you have lost him, it is an opportunity today. Solomon did not have this opportunity. He will have come back. Maybe he had, he did not utilize it. But now you have one today. Probably you sense that the oil of your fear and the love for God is already diminishing. You're already backsliding. You're already going down the drain. The passion is no longer there. I want to pray with you just in a moment. But I want you to be sincere with yourself. And the Holy Ghost is reaching out to you today. You know you are not in good terms with God. The connection is not there. Or probably you are even struggling with your salvation. You can come into him afresh. Grace is available today. Or probably you have been there before, but now you are away from him. God is calling you back to himself. Maybe the relationships you have been keeping have been taking you away from God. Come back to him. He's calling you today. I want you to pray this prayer after me if you are the one God is speaking to today. And you want to come back to God or you want to receive him so that you can be called his son. Place your right hand on your chest and say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today I confess my sins before you. I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. 
Save me, O Lord. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' precious name. If you have prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. I pray that the same grace that saved you will keep you. Nothing will take you away from this kingdom. In the name of Jesus Christ. God will watch over your life. In Jesus' mighty name. Therefore, Father, I pray for all your children, wherever they are today, that in Jesus' name, let all the blessings attached to a God-fearing life begin to show forth in their lives. I pray access to divine secrets. I pray transgenerational blessings upon their life. I pray for a long life in the name of Jesus. I pray for easiness of life in the name of Jesus. I pray for lifting, promotion, and greatness over their lives in the name of Jesus. I pray for the release of divine wisdom upon their life in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that from today, wealth and riches will dwell in their house. This year, they will not struggle for things, but you will make things work for them with ease. So shall it be. As you go, the Lord go with you. I declare this week a week of blessing for you. You are covered with the blood of Jesus. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Go in peace. Return with gladness. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all the people of God say, big amen. Come and celebrate Jesus with your clap offering. And be seated in the presence of God just for two minutes. And we'll be here out of this place. I want to welcome every one of us once more time. Thank you for coming. The Lord bless you. Now, if this is your first time at the Empowerment Center, this is your very first time. We just want to acknowledge you and appreciate your coming. Please wave to your hand to Jesus. This is your very first time. Oh, glory to God. Thank you so much for coming. Can we just welcome her and say a word of prayer and just prophesy into our life. We value your coming. We appreciate you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Thank you for being part of the service. Everyone watching on the television and listening on the radio, we appreciate you as well. The Lord watch over you and bless you. In Jesus' name. Alright, let's package our seed offering and whatever we have come to worship the Lord with today, let's package them together and after we share the goodness, we are going to drop them in the presence of the Lord. Now one quick announcement, in the place of prayer and meditation, the Lord laid on my heart to have some specialized prayer programs for certain people and if you have anyone in this category, Please try help get them informed of this. Sometimes like this, God tears me up to host specialized programs like this. And every time he speaks in this direction, he always confirms his word. And now I've called it three Fridays of destiny advancement. Three Fridays of destiny advancement. It's going to hold on Fridays, just three Fridays. The first Friday is for marital settlement. Uh, people that are believing God for marital settlement. Young people that have marriageable age that are having struggle getting married either men or women. It's a specialized program. That Friday is their day. We'll be praying. We'll be instructing. And we'll be ministering by the leading of the Lord. That one is the first of that Friday. It's going to come on Friday the 26th of February. That will be like the last Friday of this month. That day is for marital settlement. People believing God for marital partners as well as people having troubles in their marriages. It's going to be a night of prayer and prophetic encounter. 7pm to 9pm that Friday. 
The next one is going to be prayer for marital fruitfulness. People believing God for the fruit of the womb, and people that are pregnant and believing God for safe delivery. That is going to be March the 4th. I believe they will come up with a flyer for this, but I'm just announcing earlier. So if you have anyone in this category, please inform them. It's a specialized meeting just for this set of people. That is going to come up on March the 4th. March the 4th for marital fruitfulness. And the last Friday is going to be for business progress. This is for people with businesses or people that have business idea and believe God for progress in it. And that is going to come up on March the 18th. March the 18th is Friday, three Fridays of Destiny Advancement. It's a specialized program. And by the grace of God, I believe God that after this meeting, the miracles will emerge supernaturally. For everyone watching on the television and listening on the radio, we shall try to live stream it as we receive grace. So get ready for it. Get prepared for it. And by the grace of God, next week, I believe the flyers should be available so that we can, you know, invite those that are in this situation. And not only invite them, let's pray along for them as well. This year, those believing God for marriage, they will be supernaturally married. Those believing God for children, there shall be twins and triplets in this family. And for business progress this year, our businesses will go to new heights in the mighty name of Jesus. So please pray along as we prepare for this specialized meeting. God is going to glorify himself. Shall we lift up our seed offering as we pray tonight? Father, we thank you for the seed. We bless you for giving it to us as we drop it. Let the heavens over us be open. We, we ask for divine harvest. Jesus, by this seed, let wealth and riches be attracted to our lives. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And all the saints of God say, Big Amen. Let's together share the goodness in fellowship. Surely, the Lord's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We all shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace. You can drop your seed offering. It is blessed of the Lord and it will be highly appreciated. Everyone watching on the television or listening on the radio, you have a seed offering you want to drop, just go to any of our website, www.pringingradio.org You will find a donation button there. Please kindly make your donation. It will be highly acknowledged and appreciated. Or you can also send us an SMS, Empowerment Center, to this number 77977 77977 you receive a link to make your donation it will be appreciated thank you so much for being part of today's service we shall be back again on Sunday for another live service God bless you Jesus name thank you for listening to this revelational and prophetic message 